Okay, we're live. Pancreation Philosophy, episode 67. I'm your host, Bocholo Cruz. And before we start, quick shout out to the Patreon supporters who, you know, I know by heart. Wink, wink. So we got Danny Nguyen. We got Nuri. Thanks, Nuri. We got Ken Dobo, aka Franco. Kenji Campbell. Austin Rice. Haven't seen you at the gym, probably because of your wife. Jay White, even though he's homeless, big money. Kong, Mikhail Jackson, who also aided in the Pancreation Philosophy photo shoot. Thanks, Mikhail. And then, shout out to Joel Ridzak, giving us these microphones and mixer. Shout out to uh, unpaid intern, Young Ender, there behind, behind the camera, single ladies. But yeah, enough of those shout outs. So, what we're here for is our guest today, who is... Ryan Ishmael. Ryan, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So, all right, we talk about martial arts journeys here. So, Ryan, how did you get started in martial arts? Um, well, uh, where do you want to start at, though? Let's like, get started in the beginning. The very beginning. The very beginning. Well, I started wrestling in yeah. sixth grade. Sixth grade, okay. And um, I, why wrestling? So I was actually really in the WWE. Like nice. that was what I grew up watching <laughs> what, and uh, stuff. So, I was, what, what wrestlers? Yeah. Did you, like, well, um, man, like, Brock Lesnar was actually, like, a big one of mine, which is funny because he became, like, a mixed martial artist later, yeah. and, um, you know, I was just a fan of, like, so many, I was just, like, a fan of, like, the whole thing, well, the it whole wasn't like I hated people thing. and liked them, yeah. it was, like, I liked Kurt you, Angle a lot, you like the thing. Yeah. yeah, you like the thing of professional wrestling, okay. I was really into it, alright, so you were a fan of that, <laughs> so you are a fan of that, and it's like, hey, yeah, well, actually, the reason that I even started wrestling was uh, my best friend, Austin Wickar. Shout out to Austin. Uh, R.I.P. as well. He oh, passed man. away last year. But um, he was actually the one that talked me into it because my older brother, who's two years older, had yeah. wrestled, like, I think it was in sixth grade or middle school or something, and he yeah. did not like it. So oh, he was, damn. like, telling me. He's, like, telling Don't me, do it. You're, yeah, you're not going to like yeah, it. Yeah. And then Austin was actually like, yeah, dude, let's do it because he was in the WWE, oh, too. Okay. So, so then... And um, he actually only wrestled in sixth grade, and I did it and, like, fell in love with it, you know? And it was one of those things where it was, like, that became, like, what I was super into, like, what my identity was. Mm -hmm. And then um, it it was, like, you know, back in the the day for, like, the UFC and stuff. And I remember, like, watching the UFC and my brother being like, dude, all these guys are, like, wrestlers and stuff. So I was like, oh, shit, I guess I'm going to do this (laughs) when I get older kind of thing, you know? So um, that's kind of, like... All through, like, my wrestling career, I knew, like, I wanted to be a mixed martial artist and to, like, fight and stuff like that. I just, like, never had the ability to until, like, I graduated high school. Okay. And then, so, um, it was actually a little bit before I graduated high school. I started training. Okay. And I was training with, um, Travis Smith, my old MMA coach, my first MMA coach ever, and we were training in my friend Pedro Silva's garage. (laughs) And um, they were teaching me some yeah. stuff. I trained there for like a month, yeah. I think, before my first fight. And then my first fight was actually a week after I graduated high school. A week school. after I graduated high school. Yeah, so nice. I like didn't know what I was doing. I just wrestled the person. Like yeah. That's basically, like my first three fights were straight, just me like wrestling everyone. Because like, that's mainly what you knew. Yeah, like, and I was afraid to like get hit or even like didn't know how to hit anybody or anything like that. So Okay. But uh, <laughs> and this is uh and this is in Indiana. Yeah, yes, yeah. sir. And uh, the air like uh South Bend, Indiana, Indiana is the main area, like Notre Dame, kind of northern Indiana. Okay. Specifically, I'm from North Liberty, Indiana, though. Shout out to yeah, North Liberty. Out to Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. 
So how? <laughs> yeah. So pretty much you go like, all right, MMA, this is it, and then you. So you find. Well, so how did you find like your first MMA coach? Um, it was actually, I was dating a girl and her older sister was dating somebody who had fought previously and was like a member of my future team, like the Bulldog fight team and stuff. So I met Travis through him Okay. and like, it kind of started out as a joke. Like I went to my first MMA event ever, like uh, the event before I fought, like I fought at MFL 29, I think 28 was the first one I ever saw. I saw like my future coach Todd Brown fight uh, Sean Salmon, okay. the one that got oh, head yeah, kicked by Rashad Evans. Evans. Yeah. yeah, and uh, like Todd finished him in like the first round pretty quickly. But uh, it was like one of those things where I'm like, oh, you should let me train with you, like as a joke. But I was yeah. like serious as fuck, you know? Like I'm like, this is my end. Like yeah. this is how I'm doing this, yeah. you know? You're like a young kid about to get out of high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like with no plans, like I. Like, college definitely was not for me. I didn't even really want to try and, like, be in debt. And then, like, I definitely screwed up my senior year wrestling as well. So I was like, I need redemption from this, you know, kind of thing. Like, like what, what makes you say that you, like, you met, like just, like, performance-wise? Or? Yeah, like, um, I made it... So, uh, Indiana's kind of different for wrestling. They have a... A sectional, regional, semi-state, and state. So they only have one state champion. Oh, like wow. a lot of a really? lot of places have divisions. Yeah, yeah so, because of districts. Yeah, exactly. Like, like um, yeah. It, so it's like fucking. There's only 16 people that make it to state. So like, Shit. it's it's really tough yeah, it's to really get in there. You gotta be really yeah, you gotta be yeah. really good. So I made it to semi-state. My. Uh, sophomore and junior year so everybody's like dude he's the one like he's gonna make it you know yeah and then uh like you know with uh, a lot of stuff going on in my life I kind of just like mentally broke in the way of like and uh I did tear my shoulder my senior year as well which I ended up getting fixed like after my fourth MMA fight I think I like waited and stuff like that and waited until it was too bad to not get repaired you know like yeah it's kind of messed up yeah Yeah. hold up (laughs) but um yeah, so um, I just like kind of messed up. Didn't even make it out of sectionals my senior year, which was like oh, wow. a total letdown compared okay. to like being two matches away from going to state, which is like when you make the semi-state. And then uh, so yeah, I was like still looking to it, but even even throughout my whole senior year, throughout everything, I still like my like in the future I wanted to be an MMA fighter. I just didn't know if it would be like me going to college and then doing it, mm-hmm. or like just jumping straight in, which I ended up jumping and straight jumping into. Straight it. In. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like as you said, like your your first couple fights, you're pretty raw. Yeah. From there, so like, what do you what do you remember? Um, like, I remember in my first fight, I really didn't have any nerves. It was in Elkhart, Indiana, okay. at the RV Hall of Fame. <laughs> it was like the smallest show ever. Like, there was like, like, what would you say the, the, the audience? Was? Um, if anybody knows Elkhart, they know the kind like just yeah. straight man like. A lot of, uh, <laughs> I can't really put a, yeah. put a name on it, like, yeah. there's uh, some trailer parks in Elkhart okay. and some bad, sketchy people, yeah. you know. Okay. No offense to anybody from Elkhart, because I've been around there. But, just just yeah. a bunch of emails from people else. Well, yeah. they would need to find a computer first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. But, um, uh, okay. but, uh, yeah, so I remember, um, I was the typical, you know, kick from distance keep backing up and then just shoot in from far away close my eyes when somebody's throwing punches like that okay i remember i remember like the first exchange i had in the fight actually i body kicked my opponent that we ended up becoming friends i I kicked him like hard and he like 
it didn't even affect him. And then later, like, we had talked about it, and he's like, no, dude, you kicked the shit out of me. Like, if you would have <laughs> hit me in the body again, it might have been, like, pretty bad. And I was like, damn it! Like, you know, like... <laughs> Which you just didn't get Yeah, like, yeah. years later. But, uh, yeah, and then I ended up just taking him down. I think I tried to slam him, and it was, like, a little, like, barely slammed him kind of thing. And then it was pretty much just, like, being on top, just smothering him the whole time. Like, looking for submissions, but being too afraid to, like, commit to anything, you know, to end okay. up on bottom or anything like that. So, uh, so that was a decision. Okay. I think it was uh, 30-27. I won all three rounds. but uh, Okay. And then, so that's, like, what, about a month? <laughs> yeah. That's, like, I don't even, like, I'm thinking back. I'm, like, I think I was training for, like, a month and a half. And, like, the first <laughs> days is, like, learning even how to throw a punch and yeah. stuff. Like, learning how to stand. It's, like, all that yeah. stuff. Like, I went in very green. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so you win your your you win your first fight. Like how so how are you feeling? I'm, I mean, you're on top of the world <laughs> yeah. after that first one. You know, yeah. no matter how how uh, how it looked. Yeah, yeah, how it looked, how how it yeah. turned out. As long as you won, you know. So I was like on top of the world, and I was like thought I was the, just the shit after yeah. that. You know, that's kind of how uh, I feel like everybody that starts fighting yeah. gets after that first win. Yeah. And then it was like one of those things where it was like, man, that was a lot of work to put in. I'm doing it again, like that, like <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, yeah, I was just on top of the world for it, for sure. Okay, and then, and then how soon was it when you did your second fight? I think I fought in June, June 8th in 2013 was my very first fight ever, I think. You just graduated. Yeah, Yeah, I graduated the week before, I'm pretty sure, and then, um, I think my second fight was in August, so... And and in between that, I took a whole month off of training and didn't do shit. <laughs> so it was like July, I trained all of like June, I took off, and then I started training in like the middle of July or something. Then fought in the end of August, I think. And um, I actually ended up going from uh, Pedro's garage, and um, I met I actually met Todd Brown, my coach, when I stepped into the cage for my first fight. He cornered me, and he was like, I like had never met him. I knew who he was and stuff, but like our first interaction was like him telling me to pass the dude's guard and be like, you're gonna fucking pass the guard. And I was like, oh shit, this stuff's for real. Like, you know, like, like right in the corner taking the kid down. And, um, yeah, Todd ended up liking me and inviting me to train at his, uh, at his gym, which was Midwest, Midwest Mixed Martial Arts at the time and the Bulldog Fight Team and stuff like that. And, um, that was pretty much like, I mean, in northern Indiana, it is literally, it's still the only gym that you can go to to learn how to fight, you know? There's some jiu-jitsu gyms, but it's not, like, it's recreational jiu-jitsu kind yeah. of thing. It's yeah. not going to get you ready to get punched in the face or yeah. anything like that. It's so. not really geared towards, like, competition. Yeah, exactly, like exactly, exactly. None of, uh, well, most of the coaches didn't have at least an extensive fighting career like yeah. Todd did, like, yeah. going to the UFC and stuff like that. So okay. it's very hard for somebody to teach you stuff that really hasn't experienced it. A lot of times. Yep, got it. So that, all right. So, so that's where you ended up. Yeah, for your. So how did your second fight go? Uh, my second fight was pretty much more of the same. <laughs> I actually yeah. fought a guy though that um was a burn victim. And I mean this with all the respect. His face yes. was like a total scar, and it yeah. was literally probably the best thing for me because I it was the most scared I've ever been just because of like his physical appearance. Like when I saw that I was fighting him. I think I was slated for one opponent and he pulled out and then I ended up fighting this guy. And like back then, I mean like you you're not picking your opponent or anything. Yeah. I mean, I still really don't, but like you like you don't even know who you're fighting until like yeah. a few weeks you're before. Like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like one of those things where I thought I was fighting somebody and then like 2 weeks before I found out I was fighting somebody else and I saw a picture of him. I was like, "Dude, 
what the fuck? Like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And then I like watched some of his fights, and he was like good too. Like yeah. he like knocked the dude down with a punch. And shit. So I was like, oh fuck, oh, man. Shit. Like I was like, Freddy Krueger's coming after me. Yeah. Actually, okay. the person who helped like talk me into fighting was a uh, Ed Johnson, smoking, uh, smoking Ed. Yeah. Shout out to him. But uh, we were he. I used to ride to him to practice every day. Like I would meet him someplace, yeah. and uh, we would just drive to practice. And like me and him became pretty tight after that. And like we're best friends now and stuff. But uh, I, I showed him who I was fighting, and he was like, "Oh no, man, don't worry about it." And then like talking to him now, he was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Oh fuck, man." <laughs> But, but he was, like, literally the reason. I was like, well, if he thinks it's okay, man. Like, he's had fights before, yeah. yeah. Like, I should be fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, the older, like, the big brother kind of thing where I'm like, all right, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm yeah, going to do this now. Right. So, um, ended up uh pretty much, yeah, doing the same thing, like, wrestling him pretty much. I, like, lat through him and stuff like that. And uh, so it was a good experience. And it was in an old baseball, or not an old baseball arena. It's, it's home of the South Bend Cubs now. Okay. It used to be the South Bend Silverhawks, but yeah. uh, that's w- what it was. I'm not exactly sure what the name of that. That's like... But it's like a minor league baseball. Yeah, season. yeah. So it was pretty cool. We were, like, on the diamond. There was a lot of people there. It was, like, pretty oh, cool. It was outside, yeah. so it was, like, kind of sketchy, too, because it was, like, if it rains that day, <laughs> yeah. we're not fighting. We're fighting, like, the next week. I know, so it the, was, the, like... Those outdoor cards. Man, they're yeah. they're not... Especially in August. It was, like, kind of late. Ooh, so it's, like, lucky yeah. that it was, like, good weather and didn't, yeah. like, rain or, like, snow or something in Indiana. You never know, so... <laughs> uh, okay. So so kind of more, more of the same from Yeah. Here. So what... I guess, like... Okay. How did, so how did the next couple fights go for you? The next couple... Oh, actually, there is one thing that I should mention, too. Yeah. The, the reason that I specifically wrestled these guys, too, and, like, there yeah. was nothing... Because uh, Indiana actually had a rule at that time. It was called a novice rule to where you couldn't strike your opponent in the head on the ground. So oh, there was so no, no ground, ground and pound. Yeah. Okay. But, like, it, it doesn't make sense because you didn't wear shins. Like, everything standing oh, was fine. Oh, so there's no, sh- yeah, there's no shin there's pads? Yeah, there's no shin pads. Like, yeah. you're just wearing normal MMA gloves. Like, it, like now it's changed a little bit. Well, in Indiana, there's no novice rule anymore, but you don't wear shin pads still. Like, the the West is, like, the only place that I've experienced that you wear shin pads yeah, as shin an pads, amateur yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah, so there was no ground strike. So it's like, these guys, I probably could have finished, like, because I, uh, I was on top the whole time. I probably could have landed... But there was yeah. no punches at the ground, yeah. so it's like you can only go for yeah. So I'm just like holding them, waiting for li- looking for something. I don't even know anything at that time. I'm like freaking yeah. straight out of high school, barely even have done jujitsu, yeah. put on a gi maybe one time kind yeah. of thing. So, so pretty much just wrestling. Yeah. Okay. So my third fight was the same, but I actually ended up finishing that one in the third round with an arm triangle. I ended oh, yeah. up how long are the rounds? Uh, three minutes. Three the minutes. same. Okay. Yeah, so three same threes. Thing, three threes. Yeah, same yeah. thing. But, uh, yeah, the only difference is you don't wear shin pads, which is, I mean, it's kind of good to get that experience, but it's, like, you're not really, like, you're not getting paid for it. So it's no. kind of, it's really sketchy to get kicked in the head <laughs> when you're not getting, it, like, no, yeah. nothing for or it. Or you, like, break your shin or yeah, something. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah. like, I mean, it, it was no big deal to me. I didn't know any different. But now looking back, I'm like, dang, man, that's probably a smart thing that they wear shin, at least some kind of shin protection. It's not like you're wearing an actual shin pad. It's just a thin layer. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's a like, big sock. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, that's, that's what it is, but... Okay, so, oh yeah, what weight class are you fighting at? Uh, I was fighting at 135 at the time, so uh, I was a lot smaller at this time. I was like, I mean, I was 19, so I was just like a younger boy. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like really skinny and stuff like that. Okay, and then, yeah, what weight class did you compete at wrestling? Uh, 138 actually my okay, senior so year yeah so I went down a little bit yeah. but it was like consistently making 138 it's one of those things and then then it was like 
Yeah, so that's when I wrestled my senior year was 138, and then rest, or fought 135. And I fought 135 up until, I think, my seventh fight. Okay. And then I went up, which I should have went up before that, because like, <laughs> I, I was cutting like really hard for no reason, yeah. you know? But, cutting really hard, not getting yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah, but you never, I mean, you don't even think about that stuff at, at this point. when you're young. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Isn't that right, young Ender? Yeah. No, no thinking <laughs> involved. Okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> okay, so how's... Yeah, so you had your first couple fights, bang, bang, bang. So yeah. But, uh, how, how's the training going? Like, um, yeah. Pretty much just showing up and sparring, man. Just that's kind of what we did back <laughs> yeah. in the day, you know? I mean, uh, they, like, I was surrounded by a lot of guys that were good. So, um, you know, like, uh, Ed Johnson, who I, who I mentioned before, was, like, a really big part. He still is, like, he has taught me so much in my MMA career. Like, he is... I used to thank him after every fight, like, on the microphone, because he would help me so much. I mean, him would be getting ready. So it was like, I was surrounded by a lot of guys, but I was still getting fucked up and sparring man, every day. I remember a lot of days, like, there's a reason my face is as ugly as it is. It's not like the fights. Like, I didn't, I've only gotten, like, hurt in, like, two fights, basically. <laughs> like, most like, of it's at practice. Is, yeah, is at practice. And, you know, it's like, I'm a smaller guy, so it's like, you just spar with everybody, because there's not that many guys in the room. So it's like, you're getting beat up by bigger guys, smaller guys, you know, like... So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm showing up, I'm, I'm training hard. I think I'm training hard at that point. I look, looking back now, it's like, I've seen, it seems like I barely been trained, you know, but okay. when you're going in and sparring every day, there's only so much you can do as well, because you're kind of breaking down yeah. your body too. Okay. And then, all right, so let's see, we've got like over what, three fights already? Yeah. Okay. So how was, uh, how was fight number four? Number four. So I think the, the, uh. My third fight was in October. Okay. And then my fourth fight was in February of 2014. Okay. And um, that was the first one where I could strike to the head on the ground. So it was like... Was it... What, what happened? Was like the novice rule? Like novice Yeah, the though? novice rule is for your first three fights, I oh, think. Oh, so afterwards. Yeah, so okay. after the three, it was like, now you can strike to the head. And then it was like, had to be agreed upon by the opponents, though. So like, bo- both, both like, fighters need to agree Yeah, to yeah. Okay. And actually, the my fourth my fourth fight was against the same guy that I fought for the first fight. Oh. To, so shout out to Marshawn Hughes. I fought him twice. And okay, uh, so the Black the Samurai. And <laughs> yeah, and and it was more like yeah. um the fourth fight I was slated to fight somody at one thirty five and yeah. then like two weeks before he was like I can't make the weight and then it was like my my coach was like well where are you at and the dude's like one sixty and he's like don't even fucking Damn, talk to me fuck? yeah like I, like yeah, I, I mean, like he's yeah. like like you just signed up for something you knew you couldn't do or you're yeah. just like you're definitely not about this so then Marshawn took it on short notice thankfully yeah. because Marshawn will fight anybody he doesn't give a <laughs> shit man and then um yeah I ended up doing pretty well in that fight um. He, it was actually a tough fight. We both improved a lot, and I remember he caught me in, like, a deep triangle choke, and, like, we knew it was coming. He, like, finished a few of his fights. I think he was on, like, a, like a six-fight win streak or something because he would fight in Michigan. Like, Michigan wasn't sanctioned, so you could fight there every weekend. So, like, crazy Damn, dudes would go there the every fuck? weekend. Like, I think yeah. he fought the night before he fought me. Also, like he fought in Michigan the night before he fought me. So, so, so like, the fuck. yeah, Marshawn's crazy, man. There was a lot of guys that were like that. Like they would, they would just fight. Fucking, they, they were just about fighting. They didn't give a shit. And I, I mean, I respect that, but I'm like, dude, you're crazy, man. Yeah, you know, like yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty nuts. But um, yeah, we knew he was gonna throw up a triangle. So luckily, I went over to the fence of that, defended it, and then I ended up finishing him with an arm triangle choke in the third uh, as well. Like yeah. so, so I finished two fights in a row with uh, my arm triangle. Arm triangle. Okay. And in the in my early fights, you can see me going for it, but I didn't really know what I was doing. So like, I got him in the arm triangle position. I just couldn't finish it. Like, like, nice. After yeah. a few months, I got. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like I finally got it. It's like, yep, yeah. got that down. So yeah. 
And then after my fourth fight, actually, I ended up getting my labrum repaired on my left shoulder. Oh, so this if I, is, yeah, if I got yeah. your shoulder, then you so, had your senior year. Yeah, like, a year ago. yeah, like, my senior year, I was having problems with my shoulders, and then, like, the the uh, break in between my training and wrestling was like, oh, it's healed now, and then it was, like, just, like, destroying it during yeah, a training, It was training, just good basically. enough to not get Yeah, pretty me. much, and then after that, it was like, I have to get this repaired, you know, like, I couldn't sleep and stuff like that, like, it was, it was sure. really, like, thinking back now, I'm like, dude, I'm lucky I didn't, like, lose my mind over that shit, because it was, like, some serious pain, it was actually torn in eight places, like, around it, so around it was, like, holding leg, on yeah. by, like, a thread, so, yeah. like, I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but it was, like, it was a really bad experience. I've had, I've had a lot of friends that have had labrum tears. It's pretty uh, common in, like, mixed martial arts and wrestling and stuff, and, yeah. like, a lot of them don't come back the same from it, which, luckily, I've come back, like, same-ish. Just, yeah. I did I did really, like, I was really on, like, the therapy, like, uh, physical therapy, physical therapy and stuff okay. like that, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, how long was the recovery time for that? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I know that I didn't train for, I think, three months, okay. and I lifted, though. I would still, like, do legs, like, every day, because I, like, because I couldn't work, because I didn't yeah. have an arm and stuff, yeah. so I was just, like, living at my aunt and uncle. Uh, thankfully, they let me live with them and, like, kind of just, like, helped me out through there along with my mom, and, yeah. um, I was, like, lifting every day, and then, um, I know that I fought in December of that year. Okay. So, from... So that was fight number five for you? Yeah, that was number five, and that one was actually for the, the 135 belt for the MFL, the Michigan Fight League, the promotion that I fought all those fights for. Okay. Okay. So, um, and I ended up fighting, um, Eric Ellington, and he had just started, he's actually on a tear right now, he's, like, six and one as a pro, he already fought for Bellator and stuff, he's, he's really good, but I think I was, like, his second fight, and I beat him by decision... And um, it was he was a really good wrestler, so that was actually the first fight that I kept standing. It was like <laughs> stuffing the takedown. Like I, I I ended up on top in reverse a lot of times, but I don't think I shot in at all because I was like, yeah. dude, he's he's a way better wrestler than I am. <laughs> so shit, because he like wrestled in he wrestled in college and had like a kind of successful career. I'm pretty sure. So I was just like, yeah, screw that. <laughs> and then uh, so got the de- got the decision win with that too. Um, and, your, and your shoulder's feeling fine. Yeah, yeah, my shoulder was good. Um, as much as I can remember, I don't think I had a single problem with it in the fight. But but throughout all of this, I was doing a thing like, I remember my first four fights, I was specifically not doing certain things that would hurt my shoulder. Because you, cause you yeah, so it's like certain positions, I would just like give up. All right, and like, yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, uh, not working with this shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to defend this takedown, just take me down kind of thing. And, and uh, I know that I did that after that shoulder surgery as well like I was like I'm still gonna be careful because if you tear it again it's like then it's like a big problem you know so it's like was really careful with it and um yeah it worked out pretty well nice uh, yeah, so you mentioned yeah you mentioned your family, so your family was pretty supportive. Yeah, you? for yeah. the most part, um, my parents actually got a divorce my senior year of high school, and okay. I didn't talk to my dad for a few years after that. So um, it was just pretty much me and my mom, and she was really supportive. She supported me through like my senior year of wrestling. I don't think I would have actually been able to like finish high school if it wasn't for her and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um. Yeah, she was she was really supportive, and all my family was like, you know, like they can see like that's what I was going to do. It wasn't one of those things like anybody could talk me out of, anyways, you know. Yeah. So it was like they didn't even try. They were just yeah, like, so yeah. They, they just like, well, he's not changing his mind. Yeah, so you might as well help him. Yeah, like okay. so everybody was pretty supportive. All my family would come out to the fights and stuff like that. It was really cool. So all of them were, yeah. I can't really like they were super supportive. I'm nice. really lucky with that. Okay. So let's see. So fight number f- that was fight number five. And that was do you say like late like was that December? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was December twenty fourteen. Fifth, yeah, yeah. twenty 
14, yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, so then how how is fight number six? Number six? Oh, and I don't quote me on any of these yeah. dates because I may be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't need the dates. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's all on tapology. Yeah. Go look on there. It's way more specific. But um, so my next fight was, I think, in March of 2006. Yeah, yeah, of 2015. And this is when I was, like, I just won the belt, so I was, like, super motivated, super yeah. fucking, like, cocky. As I look back at the time, I didn't think yeah. I was cocky, but I was, like, you know, I was, like, 5-0, and oh, so I was, like, fuck yeah, I've been, like, yeah. fought some tough people now, so yeah. I'm, like, you know, think I'm, think I'm the shit. I'm, like, training really hard. Everybody knows me as, like, you know, an MMA fighter now. They're, like, saying my name on the radio and shit, yeah. so I'm, like, yeah, yeah. like, oh, yeah. I think, I, yeah. think I'm the man yeah. in uh, South Bend, Indiana, you know, yeah. so, um, and then, <laughs> and then, um, so then, actually, that fight, I fought a guy named Shane Perky, who was, he wrest, he wrestled for a rival school of my school. I went to John Glenn okay. in uh, North Liberty, Indiana, and he went to Jimtown, and Jimtown is, like, we fucking hated okay, them kind so of a, thing a big high school yeah player. so it was yeah. like one of those things like Jimtown had a really good wrestler when I was in high school his name was Nick Kroom and he won like he won state of senior year but I ended up in his weight class a few times and he just fucking pinned me every like he was just yeah. way better than me like yes, kind okay. of thing so it was one of those things where I like had a chip on my shoulder I'm like yeah fuck him yeah. like kind of thing you know <laughs> so, so like I go in like I'm like <laughs> yeah I'm like training really hard and yeah. like um I'm still fighting at 135, and this is yeah. when I started going to Strength Haven, which was a it, it was a powerlifting gym, yeah. but it was my coach's gym, like to get ready for his fights and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Dan Gibson was who ran it, and he was he's a really good uh he was really good at like just anything to do with physical like fitness and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like he could make you out plans and diets and all that stuff. So I started going there, and I was getting stronger and like hitting leg days all the time because yeah. I because uh, everybody made fun of my skinny legs when I was younger. So it was <laughs> like, like uh, so, one of those things. Yeah. I'm like, I'll show you, and then yeah. like freaking squatted like yeah. two times a week forever, and then my legs. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just like now. If you say it, you're just wrong. Like, <laughs> it's not even one of those things. It doesn't even hurt my feelings. You're, you're, even, you're actually English. yeah. Like you're just lying to yourself. <laughs> Kind of thing. And um, so I went into this fight, and this was one where, because uh, Shane had had fights before, and he was like, uh, I know he was an All-American in college for like UND, like the oh, University shit. of Indianapolis, which yeah. is like, a, I think it's a Division two school. So okay. it's like one of those things where I was like, fuck, he's a way better wrestler yeah, yeah. than me All too. Right. I yeah, was like, yeah. hey, which was like, specifically my coaches were doing this, obviously, because like, I couldn't progress if I didn't have to stand in fights, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because obviously I was reluctant in the fights where I, I could wrestle people. Wrestling. I'll just yeah. take him down and hold him. Yeah. So um, I I uh, fought uh, Shane, and um, actually the first thing that happened in the fight was he threw a big overhand and clipped me, and I was like, oh fuck, like oh, we're oh, fighting yeah. for real kind of thing. Yeah. And then uh, he ended up taking me down shortly after that and getting me in like a really deep arm bar that later, like after the fight, like a week after, I realized fucked my arm up so bad like it was so close it had to have been close to breaking because it was like a softball in my arm after but like during oh, the fight you know yeah. you don't even feel it. i'm yeah, just like know. i'm just not gonna tap yeah and then uh, i ended up getting out of that and he kind of gassed himself going for it go, you know go real hard for and it, then yeah. uh so i got him in a deep arm bar after that which later me and him became friends i found out i fucked his arm up in it too so oh, both of us yeah both of us fucked each other up with yeah. the, the pretty basically the same arm bar and yeah. then um we 
So that was, like, pretty much the first round I ended up on top, and then the second round I came out, I was, like, throwing at him, and then he tried to take me down, I reversed him, and then I ended up pounding him out, actually, for, like, a second round TKO, which was, like, the biggest thing, because, like, everybody, like, my coach just knew it was, like, one of those fights where it's, like, all right, man, like, this is, this is, yeah, this is, this is legit, so then I ended up, uh, winning that, and it was, like, a super big deal, since, like, he had, like, a really big crowd, too, and I had a big crowd as well, so it was, like, one of those things where it was, like, a a pretty big deal that I beat him, at least in my career it was, so it was, like, really cool, and then it was, like, you know, like, I am made for this shit kind of thing, which only made me more cocky, which was worse for, yeah, yeah, which was worse for, kept going, and, um, yeah, so that was a really good experience, so that's, like, definitely the biggest win in my career, um, like statistically wise because i was supposed to like get beat basically you okay. know and yeah that was fight number six okay yeah and then so so was fight number seven when you changed or fight number seven you it was your, your last fight at 135 um yeah my fight number seven was my last fight at 135 okay. and actually um i i ended up moving out of my aunt and uncle's house i fought my fifth fight uh my fifth and sixth fight living with them and then i ended up getting my own apartment and you know I'm working like a full time job this whole time. Yeah, so yeah, talking, you know, full time so, job. So um, in yeah. in Indiana, there's not much to go from. It's either like I was in lawn care for a little bit, but trailer factories like RVs and stuff like that okay. is like that's where they're made. Like, yeah, so, so like making yeah. So it's yeah. like you know I'm like becoming a better worker as well. Like when I first got out of high school, I like did not know how to fucking work a full time job. Like yeah. I was just like didn't know. You know, it was like one of those things where I was kind of a slacker in school, and that really showed there. And then yeah. I luckily. I turned it around, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I was working a full-time job here, working a full-time job training, like, like, as much as possible, you know, when you're working 10 hours a day, it's hard to train even three hours every day, so I was training, um, a lot, but working my ass off as well, and then, uh, since I got my own, (laughs) since I got my own apartment, I was, like, kind of, like, you know, I really thought I was a man then, because I was, like, yeah, and then, um, so I actually blew cutting weight for that fight, and cut 10 pounds, I think, the day before. Oh, sure. Yeah, so that is what I attribute. You know, who knows? Maybe he would have beat me even if I made weight perfectly. It doesn't yeah. know. But, like, I felt like shit during that fight. Yeah. And uh, like, How much are you walking around at? at um, this point? Man, probably 155-ish, yeah. I think, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, I think it was my eighth fight that was my last time at 35. We'll get into that, though. But, um, okay. yeah, so so uh, I blew that weight cut, cut 10 pounds. And this was against Eric Ellington again. He asked oh, for a rematch. They oh, could, so this is like a me Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, I fought Shane Perky in between the time, but he didn't fight anybody else. But yeah. he, he, it was also, he. I think that was his third fight. So he didn't have much experience, but okay. he, like, had his wrestling, and he was, like, a really athletic dude. He was good. Yeah. So uh, they, they were like, we're going to... They were already talking about me, like, going pro, you know, after I beat yeah. Perky, because it was, like, one of those things where it's like, shit, man, he was, like, he's yeah. good, so yeah. they were, like, we're gonna give, we're gonna find somebody that's just fucking, like, the same thing, supposed yeah. to beat you, you know, can stuff your takedown as nasty standing, and then we'll see, and they couldn't find anybody, <laughs> so then, All right. yeah. and then Eric, like, like, I think he, he wanted the rematch, which I was, like, I didn't give a shit, because I was yeah. just, like, whatever, I'll just fucking beat him again, kind yeah. of thing, and, um, I went into this fight super cocky, you know, like, like just you should never be that cocky i guess but that's that's how i am as a person now looking back at the time i just thought i was super confident and stuff like that but um he ended up beating me by decision and it was it was a close fight but uh like at the end of it i knew i lost it wasn't like yeah. one of those things where i was like i was robbed like yeah. it, it kind of came down to a takedown in the third and uh we ended up in a scramble and he ended up on top and then it was like 
that was pretty much it, you know. Okay. But he was he made a significant improvement from the first fight to the second. He was he was way better. He was he would uh throw with more intention and stuff like that. His stand up was getting better, so he was he was pretty good. And then uh, yeah. so I lost my belt and stuff like that. And I was like, oh. you know, it wasn't as bad because it was a decision loss. I don't I, like. You know, compared to my second loss, I don't really even look at that as a loss because it was so close, you know. Like, yeah. getting beat by decision is just like, man, you know, if that fight would have went forever, you know, who would have, yeah, who, who yeah. you never know kind of thing. But um, that was definitely the first L on my record. So I was 6-1 and one at that time, Okay, I think. Yeah, 6-1. and one. Okay, and then, then you said you might have, like, you had one more at 135. Yeah, yeah, and then the next one, uh, I came back, I fought somebody else on short notice, I think, um, Devon Ellis, who was, like, a natural 135er, basically. Got back in the win column, worked my stand-up a lot. I think I ended up TKOing him in the third round, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, so then my confidence was back. And then after that one, actually, I kind of went on a tear. I think I fought four times in four months oh, after shit. that. You, yeah. you could look up look up my topology to yeah. make sure, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that's how it was like, bang, bang, bang. I was just fighting look a lot. Up, yeah, Ender, <laughs> quote, quote me on this. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> He's like lying. <laughs> yeah, be like, actually, there... This guy's 0-20. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> But, um, yeah, so after that, I think I took a short notice fight for the HFC at 155. So okay, I, so you went up. Yeah, so I went up two weight classes <laughs> because I was walking around. This is when I was in, uh, I was going to Strength Haven for a while, so I, like, was getting jacked because I was, like, basically a power lifter. You know, I was, like, lifting five days a week, heavy as fuck, like... I made significant, like, strength improvements, and I was, like, just physically getting, like, I was just a bigger person because of it. I think, actually, at that time, I ballooned up to, like, 175 after I cut to 135. Like, because I remember cutting to 155. I still had to cut weight to 155 after fighting 135. So, it was, um... Yeah, that that last cut to 35, I made it, but it wasn't fun, and it showed in my fight. You can tell I was just making sure not to gas and stuff like yeah. that, and like you're real concerned about your energy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. And um, it's yeah. So that that was just one of those things. And then I fought um, dang, Brandon White for the HFC at 155, and I think he was like six and zero at the time, or five and zero. Ender, <laughs> you went on like a three fight win streak. Yeah. Constantly. Was... Oh wait, but you so you went like to one from one thirty five to one fifty five. Yeah, yeah. In like a few, it was like a month or something. Like it wasn't yeah. that long yeah, of a time yeah. either. It was like it was like a pretty quick fight because I remember yeah. seeing that it was already like Brandon White was supposed to fight somebody else. Yeah. I asked Travis, my uh, my first MMA coach and like manager and teammate and stuff like that. I was yeah. like, hey, do you think you get me this fight? And I was like, and he's like, yeah. And I had rolled with Brandon White previously. I went to his gym and cross trained at Cologne's MMA. Shout out to Cologne's, but yeah. uh, I cross trained there quite a bit. And I rolled with him and like he didn't really. I I think he was a higher belt than me at the time that I rolled, but he didn't really do anything to me. And I was like, you know that that's like a big deal. Like if yeah. you don't have a, if you can't stop a takedown, which in his his earlier fights he got taken down and smothered kind of and still ended up winning even though he's just holding people in their guard and throwing up submissions and stuff like that and it was like one of those things where I was like you know he he had some pretty decent stand up but I was like like, if he doesn't have takedown defense I'm not worried about it kind of thing so I was like took it on short notice I like asked Travis I was like you think I can win he's like yeah I'm like let's do this yeah like freaking took it and then um that was actually a great experience for me fighting outside of the MFL 
Okay. Because, oh, uh, this is your first fight outside. Yeah, because MFL was in South Bend at yeah. uh, the South Bend Century Center, which is just, like, an event center that's in the middle. So, like, it was just really close to home, you know? My apartment yeah. was, like, like 10 minutes away from the Century Center kind oh, of thing. Shit. Like, So it was, like, really cool for fights, yeah. like, to be that close. Yeah. Which brings a whole other element to, like, cutting weight and stuff. And I'll, I'll get into that later because I just recently discovered how traveling and cutting weight is, like... A totally different deal than yeah. that you need to discover before you fuck up and do it like I did, basically. But um, uh, yeah. So I ended up fighting him at 155. It pretty much just held him down the whole time. He was really good at controlling things and like getting out of submissions and stuff, and uh, won that by unanimous decision as well. And then um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly when I fought. Can you see you? when? I I know I fought Brandon White in November. I think. Because I know it was, like, my brother's birthday. It was close to that. So it's, like, November 2015? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I fought then. And then I think I fought in December of that uh, year, oh, like too. So I fought October, November, December. Oh, shit. So I guess that's three in a row. Yeah, so yeah. I, I guess one, three, not one. four. Against Andrew Carson? Yeah, Andrew one? Carson, okay. who, that was actually a fight where Carson had fought, like, he, like, his record on there is not, like, he had a bunch of unsanctioned fights. He oh, fought a okay. bunch of my teammates. He had, like like 20 fights probably overall oh, kind of shit. thing which okay. which he was like just a solid guy where it was like had tough battles with some people and um that was actually one of my favorite fights because i didn't well i didn't have to cut any weight like we was uh, it 155 so yeah like, yeah and this was yeah. like really close to thanksgiving and i remember like us talking to travis and being like yeah neither one of us want to cut weight so we just fought at 55 again because it was like <laughs> one of those things where we're like yeah fuck this like it's gonna be the same whether we yeah. cut or not like you know so yeah. um I ended up fighting him, and um, I remember in the first round, he actually initiated the wrestling, and he was a way better wrestler than I thought he was going to be. Like, he was really close to taking me down. I reversed him, and I remember dropping, like, a knee where I, like, lifted both of my legs off the ground and kneed him, like, on the ground from side control, and he screamed so fucking loud, and I was just like, oh my god, like, like you know, I've never had anybody scream like yeah, that, and he was, like, yeah. screamed, and then uh, later I found out, like, I, like, must have broke his ribs or, like, really hurt him with it. Yeah. But uh, the fight continued. I ended up uh, rear naked choking him in the second, though. And that was uh, that was a really fun fight just because uh, it, it was in this... Uh, it's called the Bendix Theater in the Century Center, and it's like a pit... So like the crowd goes up, it's like it's like yeah, a coliseum, yeah. man. Yeah. So it's like yeah. it's like yeah. super loud yeah. and like uh, yeah. I mean that that was the time. I mean I was fighting long enough that like all my friends were coming. Yeah. It was like the thing where like all my friends would get together. So it was like the best thing, especially when I won, and then yeah. it was like we could all party after. It was yeah. just like a really great time. You see everybody that you haven't seen in a while because <laughs> of stuff like that. So that was like really really cool. And um, oh even oh I guess I forgot to mention too that my brother, my older brother, started training with me. Oh, after my that, first loss. The one loss. that trained wrestling and did, did like, Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. And he's he's two years older than me, and he yeah. started training after my first loss. And he trained with me for a year. I'm not exactly sure the dates that started, but he, like, progressed. And that was, like, a cooler thing that he would, like, walk out to me, like, walk yeah. out with me to the cage and was, yeah. like, part of the team and was, like, thinking about fighting and stuff. But Zach's, Zach's a nice guy, so yeah. I, I, I was like, you're not, yeah. you don't have yeah. that, like, killer yeah. instinct yeah. to hurt someone I didn't like. Not built for this. Yeah, I was yeah. like, if you're going to fight, and then uh, he ended up, you know, life takes over. He, like, went back to working too much to be able to train and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, that was a really cool experience for me to have my brother, like, training with me, getting ready for fights as well, you know, and yeah. stuff like my, that. My brother doesn't train. Yeah, it's right, Jared. Yeah. 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 Have I, fun with your business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> 
back to Ryan. Yeah. Back to Ryan. All right. Uh, yeah. So, Quick, no shout out to my brother. Yeah. Like, damn. You coward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, wait, so what, what fight are we at now? Like, nine or is it ten? Um, no, no, I think I, I was, against, I think I was nine and one at that time. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. so fight ten. So right. I kind of, I guess I, like, redeemed myself with yeah. the, like, losing and then winning, like, three in a row where three I was just row. like, no, all right, back, months, yeah. I'm back, I'm the man again, yeah. like, kind yeah. of thing. And, that uh, was just a minor detour to yeah. the man. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, um... I think my next fight after that was in March of 2016. Okay, yeah. And uh, so that was a longer layoff than I wanted in so between. So about three, what, like three or four months? Oh, because your last fight was in November? It was in December. Oh, December. But okay. the beginning of December, I think, or December, like, 15th, somewhere around that time. Okay. Yeah. 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 So then it was, like, a longer layoff than I had been used to, actually, other than, like, my shoulder surgery. Yeah. So, like, I because w- uh, when, when you get on that roll, I don't know, it's just a... Like you're way more confident yeah, to fight you got again. That you know? to be like, oh, yeah, ready. yeah. Like once you win, you're like, fuck, I'll fight next week, especially when you're not again. injured. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I, yeah, and that was exactly the thought that I had from it. You know, from yeah. that first loss, it kind of lit a fire under my ass. Um, yeah. and um, so then I end up fighting 145. I fought. Oh, so this is your first fight. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is my first backwards. fight at 145. <laughs> cutting, down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cutting down. And then, oh, uh, yeah, I fought Michael Johnson, who, shout out to Michael Johnson, he's a cool dude, I'm friends with him now, he actually does, uh, like, the streams and stuff for gaming, he's oh, like, oh, he's like, like he's got, like, a lot of, uh, followers on Mixer, dude, he's killing oh, it, and, uh, yeah, okay. which is, like, for Xbox, so, okay. so, like, I saw him actually start it, that's why I'm, like, bringing it up, because I saw when he had, like, nobody, and now he has, like, 10,000 people or something, like, oh, crazy. like, he, he's really, he's really Good about it, yeah, no, dude, he's <laughs> yeah. killing it. But um, he was actually my, he was what I consider my first loss. Okay. Because the first exchange that we had, he threw a, a one, a one hook. So he threw, he threw a jab hook and fucking destroyed my face with it, basically. Oh, like, yeah. like, totally, I could hear the crowd go, oh, I didn't, like, go down, but I, like, was wobbled. And then yeah. it was, like, straight, I had never been hurt like that before. So yeah. I was so scared. All I did was, like, wrestling mode, like, shoot yeah. in, take him down, and... Dude, Michael was really good at like keeping the distance, keep pounding on me, keep finish, and he ended up finishing me in the second with a TKO. And I remember in between rounds, like my coach giving me advice, and I don't remember what he was saying. All I remember is seeing two of them and being like, "My left oh, eye shit. is fucked," and he's gonna hit me with that same punch on the yeah. same side. So I was like, "It's just something that you have to live through, you know, to experience because you don't know how you're gonna react when you're hurt like that in yeah. a fight, especially a high profile fight like." Dude, there was a lot more people at that event than any of my other ones. Like oh, the place okay. was packed. All my friends were there. Like it was a it was a really big deal. And of course, I didn't perform at that one yeah. where everybody comes in. But it was you know it's a good experience. I'm I'm glad that it happened to me because I feel like ev- a lot of people need to live through those kind of losses yeah. to make sure that they want to keep doing this. Because harsh circumstances. Yeah, because yeah. you know winning's easy and losing by decisions like not. I mean, it sucks, but it's not yeah. like getting your ass whooped. It's not as devastating as getting finished. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, I mean, my face was all busted up after. It was like, that was the first one. It was like, yeah, I got I got hurt in that fight. Yeah. You know, my... There's real consequences yeah, to this. Yeah, exactly. To where it's like, man, this is like for real, you know? Like, yeah. and oh, it, damn, we're fighting for real. Yeah, and, yeah. and with Michael, he had less fights than me. I think he I think he was like 4-0 or 6-0 at the time. He didn't have many fights. Yeah. And like he was way smaller than me too. He was he fought thirty five and made it pretty easily. So okay. I was like kind of like not cocky because I had learned my lesson with my first 
first loss of that. Yeah. I guess I was cockier than I should have been, but I was like, yeah. you know, he's going to bring it, I'm going to bring it. But, like, looking back, I'm like, I should have known that he was, like, he was there to punch my face. <laughs> he, yeah. he didn't yeah. care what I had accomplished before yeah. that, you know, kind of thing. So um, after that, it was pretty traumatizing to me, to me actually, you know. Was there any, like, lasting injuries? Or? Not really. My eye, you know, it was, I remember going to work. Was it just swollen? Or? Yeah, I, I mean, it was swollen. My lips were all bruised up. I was, like, all beat up kind of in the face and stuff like that. I think that was all that it was, but my eye was pretty messed up. And I actually, like, was, you know, the stubborn, like, young i don't know what i was at that time like 22 maybe okay i I, at that time like the doctor tried to check me out and i was like no fuck you like get away from me you know and now i look back i'm like man i should have got checked out i was (laughs) fucked up you know and um yeah so uh i remember going to work after that the monday after the fight and like coming home and just laying on the couch and having like the worst headache ever so i'm pretty sure i had like some type of concussion, you know, because yeah. it's like, it's going to happen when you get blasted too. But I never went out in the fight. Like, um, I was, even the ending sequence when the ref pulled him off of me, I was still trying to stand up, like, yeah. but he was, just, was just kept hammering yeah, on just me. Kept, just kept yeah, he, could, he can yeah. hit really hard. And like, he did, he wrestled in high school too. And uh, I think he was pretty good. So uh, I couldn't really take him down. In the first round, I know I took him down, took his back, couldn't choke him though. So it was like one of those ones where it's like, oh, it was still close, but yeah. like, I was freaking up after that and then uh he knew it so he just kept coming at me and finished me and um yeah but after that it was uh it was kind of traumatizing you know that's like one of those losses that you kind of like do i want to do this is this what i'm for and um i i mean i shortly realized after that that is what i want to do you know like that's that's why i consider myself like i always say to people like you know i was a fighter i fought a bunch of times but i wasn't actually like i didn't consider myself a fighter until that nine and until my record was nine and two because that was like the loss that it was like it would have been really easy to quit people would have understood like i got my ass whooped in a fight you know kind of thing got it and um, for a lot of people, they don't experience that. Like, a lot of people don't even experience it, like, until they're in the UFC or ever, you know? Yeah. Like, some people, like... That kind of devastating loss. Yeah, yeah. you know? Like, some people aren't going to get knocked out or even hurt in their career, you know? Or, like, a Frankie Edgar who got knocked out once and he's been fighting for freaking ever or something. Yeah. Or, like, a DJ who's, like, I think he only got dropped in, like, the uh, John Dotson fight. Yeah. Like, that's the only fight he's ever been hurt in that, that that's on that stage, at least. You yeah. know, I don't know as... A previous record, but or previous been smoking the gym all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I look back and I'm like, you know, I needed that for my career, even though it does suck and it, it sucks that that's like it sucks to learn that way, but it was still a good ex- test. Exactly, yeah. you know, you need to learn some lessons the hard way, and in this sport, they are learned the hardest way possible. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, like yeah, exactly. Like yeah. if you, yeah, it's it's extremely. Yeah extremely hard it's not missing a free throw yeah (laughs) Yeah. or yeah or getting tackled or like missing a missing a pass to a touchdown or something like that or even in wrestling it's like the worst thing that's going to get to you is you're going to get pinned which yeah yeah, which is nothing basically compared to getting almost knocked unconscious or knocked unconscious you know so um it was a good lesson i'm really glad that happened you know i think certain people need that in their career other people don't because they just have the you know they get hurt in fights and they just keep pushing through but I obviously was not one of those people Mm because like once I got hit it was like I was like a scared young boy again you know all I wanted to do was wrestle all those dudes yeah yeah, exactly which now and now I know that I'm not exactly like that but um 
you know, every fight's different, every experience is different. Yeah, exactly. How how would you have known if you didn't have that experience? It, exactly. And it's it's one of those things where it's like in practice, you know. I mean, I come from a gym where you we trained and sparred really hard, but it was still like if no. somebody rocked yeah, you, don't they're try, don't try to like yeah, knock like yeah. like yeah. if they rock you, they're gonna stop or hit yeah. you in the body. They're not gonna keep punching you in the face yeah. like kind of. Oh, no, thing. it's totally different. Yeah, it's 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 yeah that different competition. It's like a you know competition mode where exactly. people are, are there to, like to take you out yeah exactly yeah. especially with yeah. somebody that like is is a killer and wants to like hurt you kind yeah. of like there's a, yeah. there's different fighters there's some fighters that fight and they're just like looking to win and then there's some fighters that are in there to kill you like yeah. Robbie and, Lawler yeah. or something yeah. like that I oh, know like, definitely yeah, there's a different yeah. mentalities but yes you know some people are there to fuck you up yeah, yeah. exactly even if they're not better than you it's like th- yeah. everybody hits hard like yeah. you know and, and some people exactly. hit really hard just yeah. naturally so um yeah, that was a good lesson, and then uh, I know I bounced back from that and got my tenth win against. Uh, Andrews, look at that. Yes. <laughs> look up his uh, twelve fight. The fight after Michael Johnson, I can't remember yeah. the dude's name, but um, he had had a lot of fights in Michigan as well, so it was like a good. Man, Michigan's still on sanction, huh? Dude, Michigan okay. sanctioned now. Sanctioned it was. Now. It okay. was on. I think it got sanctioned in like. Like pretty late. Yeah, like fifteen. Like the end of that year, Absolutely, or like yeah, three or so years but ago. yeah, Damn. it was it was pretty Just crazy. Well, that, I mean, we live in a world where like New York was like yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I was like, Shuts, yeah, Christopher Nix. Yeah, really? Chris Nix. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I beat him by decision. And um, this is one forty five still. Yeah, this is yeah. one forty five. This yeah. is my second time one forty five. And this was a big fight for me just because you know after yeah, yeah after getting knocked out like that, like you're gonna be kind of scared to stand with somebody. Kind of question. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want it to happen. And I yeah. and if you watch the fight, you can definitely tell that I. Quite question myself standing i shot in pretty quick uh, actually i did better than than i think i did when i watched the video it's like yeah. oh you know i wasn't like scared standing i yeah. just like was looking for the takedown obviously yeah. which is like you should do that anyways if you're better than somebody <laughs> on the ground your yeah strikes? exactly but it was one of those fights where um i was on top a lot did did some good things but uh just couldn't finish the kid he was he was pretty tough yeah and then um after that i think was the longest layoff i had I'm pretty sure my my longest layoff other than my shoulder surgery for really not exactly no reason. I'm I'm a hunter and like in Indiana, I mean it's a big thing. Like there's not much else to do in Indiana yeah, but okay. like it's a, no, I, I can see Yeah, yeah. I've, I've watched Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 for sure. So it's like I'm I'm a hunter so um I hadn't hunted since I was younger, because, you know, wrestling season is during hunting season, which and is, like, no later. Yeah. For yeah, exactly. So there's no off-season. So I fought almost every single, like, if you look at all these fights, they were October, November, December. That was, like, the main that's time of year I fought. Season. Yeah, that's yeah. hunting season in, yeah. in Indiana for white-tailed deer. So I was like, shit, man, I want to, like, do this again, you know? And it's, yeah. like, a big thing with my family. We grew up, and this is one, like, it's like a family thing. yeah, me and my dad had then started talking again, you know? I didn't okay. talk to him for a few years, but me and my dad were, like, I mean, we like clicked back and like we hadn't not mm-hmm. talked for years you know mm-hmm. and um so so then it was like a bigger thing that me him and my brother like hunt you know so it was like one of those things where i was like you know i had a fight coming up and it was close to hunting season yeah and um i was like getting ready for it and then the dude pulled out i think two weeks before yeah. and they were like i'm gonna look for an opponent and, then and just, yeah. yeah and i was like dude fuck this i'm gonna yeah. hunt you know because i because i had done that a lot of fights that i had were all like a lot of my fights were on short notice. There's yeah. only a couple that were actually the whole the training camp, camp that I had was for, for yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Michael yeah. Johnson was actually, like, one of the only ones that it was, like, the whole time I was yeah. actually going to fight him kind of yeah. thing. And then before that, it was a lot of short notice guys. And um, 
So it was just one of those things where I was just like, dude, why am I going to fight? And the and the only guys they could find for me were like a guy that was 0 and 0 or something. Yeah, I was so, like so, I'm 9 and 2 or yeah. like 10 and 2 at, and then or 10 and 1 at this time. Yeah, 10 and like 2. Not that much experience. Yeah, and I'm like it's not really worth it to me to like either take an L against somebody yeah. that doesn't know what they're doing or just beat up somebody that doesn't like shouldn't it's, where where does that get you? Yeah, like yeah. they they don't belong in me yeah. in there with me anyways. And it was and uh, the fight that they had slated for me was a tough guy, so I was like training pretty hard. I was like, "This is a good fight, like yeah. good to test myself." And then, of course, he pulls out, so it's yeah. like, "Dude, screw this!" So I hunted that year, and then uh, I think the next fight after that, I ended up fighting in March, and that was actually when I fought Josh Kim. Okay. To shout out to Josh, me and him are bros now, and uh, <laughs> he he's trained at AMC before and stuff, so everybody knows him. But uh, and uh, that was actually that was a really big fight too because it was Indiana versus California. So yeah. I was ranked number one in Indiana at this time on Tapology and stuff, and uh, he was ranked number one in California. Or yeah, him and his brother were both ranked number one and number two, like in yeah. all like every weight class up to like one fifty five or something. Yeah. So like uh, I ended up fighting him, and um, that was definitely the hardest I ever trained for a fight. I took a lot of private sessions with my coach and stuff like that, and. Um, I, that was actually the first fight that I was with my girlfriend that I'm currently with, so uh, that just kind of grounded me. I was a little less wild, a little less like yeah. going out and partying and shit like that. I took everything a little more seriously. Yeah. And uh, I met her at the gym, and she's a really big uh, mixed martial arts fan as well. Like oh, okay. was before I got with her, so like yeah. that's just something good to have in yeah. a relationship. Like somebody that actually understands. Yeah, she understands what you do. Yeah, exactly. Of that. Yeah, and she's super Cause, smart. Cause so it's kind of a crazy thing. Oh, yeah. dude. I mean, if you have no idea, it's a totally yeah. different world than yeah. people that like. People look at it on TV and they're like, think it's one way, and it's yeah. like totally different when you're yeah. actually in there and you're at yeah. the lower levels and stuff. Like, no, and, and exactly, and to someone, especially like, you know, having having a partner that understands like, yeah, like supports that. That's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a important. it's a big. I'm very very lucky to have her, yeah. and uh, she does more for me than she'll ever know. But uh, yeah, so uh, that definitely helped me. You know, being a little more grounded. I mean, throughout throughout all these fights, though, I'm still working a full time job, so I'm yeah. still I'm still working full time. But for that fight, I had a really good job that was like kind of cushier than the other ones I was working. I was like an inspector oh, for yeah. RV parts, so I kind of just stood parts. there. Yeah, yeah, I kind of just stood there and like Got made it. sure people weren't fucking off and yeah. uh, stuff like that. So just that was more. <laughs> yeah, it was way it was way easier to go to practice after yeah. a ten hour day of that than yeah. busting your ass, you know. Yeah. And um. It definitely showed. I, I had a pretty tough fight with Josh Kim. We thought I was up two rounds uh, in going into the third. And, um, you know, I gassed a little bit. And yeah. uh, Josh is a finisher, man. He was good. He, he ended up taking my back and finishing me. And yeah. uh, he shouldn't uh, It's like a lot of things. It's like, oh, like, you know, I may have gassed, but he, should, yeah. like, he shouldn't have been on my back anyways. You know, yeah. he, was, yeah. he was good. He fought, he fought really tough the whole time. Yeah. And... Um, you know, that was one of my tougher fights, especially if we headbutted in the first round. Uh, I took him down, and I was coming down into his guard, and he was coming up, and we headbutted. And, of course, I was, like, split open from yeah, it. I actually have a yeah, scar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was fine. So yeah. I'm like, great, I'm fucking bleeding all over. Yeah. He was fine. Yeah. And um, that was actually for the... It was it was at the Michiana Fight League. It was for the Michiana Fight League, but it was, like, the elite elite fighting league or something. It's, like, the the amateur, like, championship kind of thing. Okay. So it was, like, televised was and stuff like deal. that. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, it was bigger. It, I mean, it didn't really matter, like, but it was, like, team versus team. So, like, he won it for his team actually finishing me because you get, like, six points for a finish, which if I wouldn't have got finished, if I would have, like, pulled guard or something and not tried to stand up and let him take my back, like, we would have ended up winning. But, like, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Sport, like, exactly, which, which yeah. that's, what, like, that's what everybody, like, nobody cared, but it's yeah. just, like, for the record, I did blow.
blow it for team. <laughs> yeah. But I really don't care because, like, you know, I'm not the type of person to, like, get in a tough situation where and uh, pull guard or something like that. You know, I'm always going to try to stand up. I'm always going to fight my hardest. Like, and that's just uh, kind of how I've, yeah, I've just, like, discovered that of yeah. myself over the years. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to. Like, that's what you're going to do. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to pull guard and just yeah. be like, just lose the third round and yeah. win this, you know. Yeah. I mean. That's not the kind of fighter. That's not the kind of person you are. Exactly. And I don't, I don't know if I'll ever be that person you know maybe for the right amount of money or something it gets a little different then when it's half of your paycheck rather than an amateur yeah. fight that doesn't really matter but uh yeah so um i don't regret that that was actually the best i had ever fought up until that point so like even though it was a loss i still looked at it in such a positive light and i and i gained a good friend out of it and josh who was really cool after the fight you know invited me out to california to train like me and him stayed in touch he was he's like one of the nicest guys i've ever met so i was like you know what like, it was a good experience taking that L, actually, against another person that's worthy of beating yeah. me, you know? Because he was 9-1 and one at the time. Or, like, he was yeah. he had a lot of fights, too. Going into the fight, I was like, fuck, they're, man. They're kind of good. Yeah, kind of. kind of. Yeah, him and his twin brother, yeah. who's also super yeah. good, is yeah. kind of good. So, um, yeah, so that was a good experience. And then um, after that fight, my girlfriend had finished college. She went to Notre Dame, so she had finished. And we knew that... She knew that she was going to move away, and yeah. then, like, I i mean, I knew I was going to move with her, you know, since yeah. we were together for about a year at that point. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so, we ended up moving to Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. And um, not super ideal where to live for the MMA scene. There's some good gyms. I trained at Vision MMA, which was a good gym. There were some good people, but... um. I never got comfortable enough there. We, I, I think we only lived there for like eight or nine months, maybe ten, not very long. Not long enough to establish like a relationship with the coaches and like get into fight shape and stuff like that. Considering yeah. after the Kim, Josh Kim fight, I didn't like train really hard. Okay. Since I knew I was moving there, I, I just yeah, like... You're like, okay, well, it's time yeah, to take a break. Exactly. I was yeah, like, yeah. you know what, like take a break. Because yeah. you got to think also at this time, I had went from wrestling in high school from sixth grade. Yeah. I, I was like an off-season wrestler in high school I would like train in the off season really hard I would still go to open mats I would still wrestle like that was why I was actually decent you know it's yeah. like I worked my ass off to be good it's not like my parents supported me to wrestle or anything like yeah. that like they actually didn't want me to wrestle so it was like one of those things <laughs> where stop yeah so You're it was like, like oh, I, yeah <laughs> yeah like I because it was just one more thing for them like to have to pay for to like give me rides to which I totally understand now at the time I thought they were just assholes but like yeah. you know I've, I've like I couldn't imagine being in that situation and um so they weren't they they my mom was more supportive than my dad. They would come to my wrestling matches, especially like semi state. You know when I made yeah. it like to the to the things, but like you know traveling for wrestling matches, freaking all over. So yeah. it was like hard for him. So you put in a lot of work to get. Yeah. So I so that was yeah. like years of me just straight, not really taking a break, not yeah. really letting my wounds heal. Yeah. Like so after like as I progressed in fighting, as my record got better, and I started getting like. I guess just more level-headed with my old age, where I was just like, "Yeah, man, I just need to take a like yeah. a little more of a break." Yeah, you know? I'm just like, "Hey, man, I can't, I can't push. You can only redline your body it, exactly, so much. and you don't want to yeah. break your body when you're young. Like I'm, I'm, I was only 23 at this time, I yeah. think. No, 22 at this time. Yeah. So. Or, or no, 23. So at that time, it was like, I didn't want to break my body before I even hit my prime. And yeah. that's like, I still think of that today. Like, I'm not in my prime yet. It's like, I don't want to break myself and, like, train super hard for no reason. Because, yeah. like, then you're going to have existing injuries that yeah. you're like, oh, I tore my other shoulder yeah. for no fucking reason. Yeah, yeah, for, for Because I was yeah. trying to win at practice or yeah, something. Like, like, cool, cool story, bro. It, exactly, man. Like, gym, <laughs> yeah. gym warriors don't yeah. win anything. Like, yeah. like Yeah, well, they, yeah, they win hospitals. Yeah. <laughs> they win, <laughs> yeah, they, they win yeah. some expensive bills and yeah. people at the gym probably hate you, but, yeah. you know, yeah. cool. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. 
Awesome. But yeah. But um so I trained in uh Ohio. That was a really good experience. I met a lot of cool people out there. There was a lot of good people for me to train with. Um and there was a really good black belt, Aaron uh damn I'm shitty that I can't Aaron Thomas, that's it. And uh he was a black belt under Carlson Gracie. Okay. And I'm and I'm a blue belt under Todd Brown, who's under Carlson Gracie Jr. as well. So like me and him clicked. He was really cool, really good teacher. I learned a lot of good stuff, and there was it was just good experiences for me to focus on training and not yeah. getting ready for a fight because yeah. that's about the first and time. Also a different. Like, Ex- scene yeah, exactly. Not training. Used to. Not training <laughs> yeah. with the same people I've been training yeah. with for three years or yeah. four years, and, yeah. and knowing exactly what they're gonna do in every sparring session. I know what he's gonna go for, and I know yeah. what I'm gonna do, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. it was really cool, and it, I took a lot away from that. And that was actually yeah, that's when I started understanding I think a lot better of like what I'm trying to do and like you know I can actually understand that you need a game in jiu-jitsu you can't just feel out what they're doing and just like get get like a deeper understanding of like what you're actually doing exactly and uh stuff like that my striking I was working with a boxing coach there uh Lou Lou uh, Aldridge who was Daniel Strauss's old boxing coach uh Daniel Strauss the one that fights in Bellator he was the 145 champ so he helped me with my boxing like a like, me and him would do sessions all the time. He was awesome. He would, like, really, really helped my game with that. You know, that's why I, I credit him a lot to my boxing being as tight as it, as it is now. Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, like, my coach Todd, of course. Yeah. He he was the one that uh really brought me into it. And he was the one, before I moved away, he was like, you know, you need to specifically work on, like, your boxing and your jiu-jitsu and everything else will come, you know. Don't worry about kicking too much and stuff like that because you need your hands to set up kick. Like, he was very smart about it, and I listened to him, and I'm really glad that I did because now it's like my hands are the best part of my stand-up game. Yeah. Even though, like, my st- I mean, you can always work on everything, you know. I wouldn't yeah. say I'm a good stand-up fighter or anything, but if I wouldn't have done that, if I wouldn't have focused on one thing, yeah. I probably would just be, like, bad at everything, you well, know? I, well, that's the thing, especially, you know, as you get more involved in something, like, you have to... You, those like huge big percentage gains are gone exactly because you're not a beginner so you have to actually put focus and then there's like little pretty much any little improvements when you're like so far in yeah exactly i mean yeah like everything that i figure out now that like changes my game it's like the littlest thing it's 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 like small it's like a one like like one of the jujitsu uh sequences you were showing it was like trapping the head and it was like turn making their head look the other way was the biggest part that i was missing and i was like damn if i wouldn't have figured that out like like notice what i was doing wrong you know like i would have just not been able to do this like it's the littlest things like that when you get uh when you progress into the game you are exactly when you're more more intermediate more more advanced because it's like yeah because like the actual yeah because that's the thing because it's like because it's not new to you anymore exactly. so now you have to figure you almost have to like see the things that are new exactly like, i agree with that 100 yeah. percent, and that is like exactly what happened it was like the smallest progression in cincinnati but i made a giant leap of yeah. how like how good i got at in knowing like my game and like what i'm gonna do yeah. and like just just everything just everything yeah. was way tighter way better yeah and um, I really like I really like hold that dear in my heart going there and those guys like yeah. taking me in and like not because they were all cool every single person that I met there was like fuck yeah come yeah. train you know yes. it was no there was no like a like you know there's there's a certain vibe when you come into some gyms yeah. you know of like it's a oh, tough outsider. guys sport yeah, yeah. everybody Just wants like how the, Ender treats yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 how Ender how Ender treat me when I got here Give now me that cold shoulder, like, oh, yeah here's my towel <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. Take this home and wash it and bring it back. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, 
Yeah, but uh, it's always a great experience yeah. when you go into gyms and yeah. it's like, and I it's I like haven't yeah, and yeah. I haven't really had any bad experiences with going to gyms and people not uh, like letting me in, mm-hmm. which I do attribute to me like as I've gotten older, I've just tried to be like a nicer person and a better mm-hmm. person and stuff like yeah. that because I used to be a dick like mm-hmm. like the Ishmael name like I will say this straight up like we are just kind of assholes and any of the Ishmaels that say no like you're just <laughs> denying it because we are dude like we're all just like kind of assholes and I've I've like done a really good job at fighting it and like yeah. my like you know I grew up I was kind of a hothead and had like anger issues kind of thing and I've, I feel yeah. like I've really honed that as I've gotten older and stuff mm-hmm. like that and really got a yeah. handle on it and I, and I do attribute, like, the way that I am now to martial arts is, like, you know, I I would not be the person I am today if it wasn't for martial arts, you know. Who knows what I would have, how I would have been, you know. Yeah. I could have been a drug addict. I could yeah. have been totally different, but I'm pretty sure nothing would have been positive if yeah. I didn't have this Yeah, martial arts life. was, like, the fire to kind of exactly from there. Okay. Exactly. And, um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then after Cincinnati, we ended up moving to Denver. Okay. Um, my girlfriend got a job there and like, she always kept in mind like where I would be training at. So like, we wouldn't move to like the middle of, I don't know, (laughs) what's a really bad state to Uh, train at. Yeah. Yeah. Like the middle of Alaska or something. Yeah, exactly. Like she, she always kept in mind. (laughs) Exactly. She always kept in mind that, uh, like me training is a big thing and you know, and we both care about that. You know, she cares about it as much as I do in a sense, you know, that it matters to you. Exactly. She is super supportive. Like when I win, it's, it's, I, I feel better because I'm like, like we did this, you know, like fucking, I didn't let you down kind of thing. Cause that's the initial feeling. Even though I realize that when I lose, she doesn't give a fuck. Cause you know, she's going to love me either way. It's not that I'm a fighter that she's with me because like I said, she was a, she was into mixed martial arts and stuff way before I was with her. So it, it really helps with that. And, um, so we ended up moving to Denver, Colorado and um, I moved there kind of blindly. I didn't really know where I was going. And yeah. uh, the funny thing is, <laughs> like, like yeah. I didn't know where I was going to train. You know, like, yeah. Dwayne Ludwig's is out there. There's a lot of good gyms out there. Yeah. And uh, the funny thing is, actually, is that Ed Johnson, the one that I mes- uh, mentioned earlier, yeah. him and his girlfriend, Claire, who also fights, she's going to make her pro debut soon for Invicta. Shout out to Claire, because she's a beast. But um, they actually ended up moving to Colorado at the same exact time that we did, and we had yeah. no communication. Yeah, we no never, communication like he, he told so, me that he was moving there before I did, ninety months before he yeah. had even visited there, and like yeah. so it was really odd that like that just kind of happened. That's like mm-hmm. one of those things where you're like, you know, this shit's meant to happen. You yeah. know, like like yeah. there's no, I don't believe in coincidences. Really, I don't think that was so. Uh, that was really cool moving there and having like my best friend there already. Yeah, that you, you know? knew that you knew. Yeah, already. yeah, exactly. Instant, instant connection there. Exactly. And then uh my friend Lance Wright, who's a one eighty fiver, uh he's four and O at the time. And and he's I think he's really he's on the verge of getting that shot to to make it to a big promotion. He's the man. Mm-hmm. And uh one of my best friends as well. And he ended up moving out to Denver as well, like at a few months after I did. So it was really cool that it was like three of my teammates that I had trained with for years. Yeah. Like, you know, got grew kind really of close to we just we yeah. just moved like halfway yeah. across the states yeah. to like a different place. So that was really cool. And um I I was really slow at getting to get back to training because you know the elevation was like it took me a really long time to get used to the elevation. To it, yeah. yeah. And um yeah, so uh I started training and I trained for a while and I was kinda off and on because I was like getting my I was getting a new job and um 
and like just working that in with training was pretty hard because their schedules way different because most of the fighters at uh the elevation fight team is where i ended up training at at the eastern training center which is like surprisingly kind of unknown unless you're like a hardcore fan but yeah. like they have some of the best in the world like they're gonna be like better known than like jackson wink and all those gyms that like the first gyms you think of you know when yeah. you think of like the best fighters yeah. in because like they have so many people that are like either already there on the verge of being there or going to be there yeah, when they're like yeah. kind of thing and um so i was training there and uh yeah everybody was really cool there i got to train with people like uh like neil magny and drew dober and uh, justin gaethje and Corey sandhagen as well and i met a lot of other people that are you will know their name eventually kind of yeah. thing because they are all really good and um it was really experiences that i can't really you can't put a price on or anything like mm -hmm. that you know like training with the best in the world is something that you have to do to know that like you, you know, know what it takes it's not yeah. it's not like i did good really against any of them like i was yeah. getting my ass whooped you know yeah. but you need that and you need that confidence it's of like life. you just see like a, there's a level that too exactly a level that you're like oh shit i'm not ready just to like jump into a ufc fight yeah. or some things it's that like realizing like, how deep the pool is like oh shit exactly this is, like, like this is deeper it, than i thought it was exactly yeah. like especially with a lot of amateurs they think that they're ready to like turn pro and just go straight up to the top yeah. and then when you face a guy like like a Corey sandeg and he's gonna humble you and he's gonna be nice about it like you know, he, like, everybody that I sparred with, I never really sparred anybody that was mean or, like, tried to hurt me, but they all beat me up just simply they were good, you know, kind of thing. And uh, they're all the nicest people. They're all the nicest coaches, a giant team, and, like I said, you, like, everybody will know about them soon. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like, shocking to me that nobody knows of them now. Like, when I mention it, and they're yeah. like, oh, I don't know... Any yeah. of the coaches are like really anybody well, on the team. Sandhagen just beating Lineker. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, he's that's the that's the thing. He's he's he right there. Yeah, but um, it's it's hard this day and age to get noticed unless you're a shit talker, which Corey is a, <laughs> a really quiet, awesome dude. So it's like yeah. he's not gonna be that guy to like get the shit talking ender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Start uh, yeah. start being like Colby and having fake belts and shit. Yeah, right. Hello. Oh no, just talk about the mean streets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the mean streets of Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> They're like I'm from Tacoma, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but hey, 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 I don't see Scott McDonald on this podcast. <laughs> shout out to my sometimes co-host Scott yeah, McDonald. Scott. Missing but, uh, you, Scott. Thought yeah. you were gonna be here. Yeah. Now. <laughs> well, where you at? Yeah. But uh, <sighs> yeah, so I trained with them, and um, in 2000 this year, in 2019. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. fight for two years between yeah. the the what move was, from what was that. Yeah, that was weird. It's like an earthquake. I heard it I too. You heard the rumbling? Okay, never mind. But, uh, but uh, so I took two years off of fighting, which yeah. was not something that I wanted to do, but I actually think it was probably the best thing for me to not yeah. break my body and like actually learn. Especially after such a harsh... Yeah, like, of like fighting... Right out the gate. Yeah, exactly. No, but yeah, sometimes you need... Especially, I think... You if you're always like, preparing to fight, you're not really preparing. You're not really like you know developing your game. You kind of always like, all right, I got a sharp. Yeah, it. no, yeah. for sure. You're like, oh, this dude's yeah. a really good wrestler, so I'm gonna be a good striker. You're always focusing like, on like you're focusing on things. one thing or a specific yeah. thing. Like I said with Marshawn, I like focused on a triangle, like him triangling me. Yeah. I'm like, as an amateur, you shouldn't even care. Like you should yeah. just be working on getting better. But yeah, you know, it's easier said than done when you're actually about to fight someone. Yeah. So you know, and also when you have your thing where you're, oh, fight, fight. Yeah, fight, yeah, fight, when fight. you're fighting yeah. constantly and it's yeah. like only months in between or something like that so i i did make a big leap uh like technically every everything just just my whole game just shot up i got a lot better from especially the sh the time that i was at uh easton and training with elevation i got way better within that time and um got in tight with some of the coaches and they really helped me out and um 
yeah, it was just it was a good experience. And then I ended up fighting in May of okay. this year. Oh no no no! Don't mean to cut you short, but we got like ten minutes. Of- oh shit! <laughs> yeah. So oh well, I can finish this up. This is like almost to present day. Nice. So I fought my yeah. my last amateur fight at one fifty five in Iowa. And um, I made it a point to make every single thing different. Like, nothing was the same. I didn't have coaches in my corner. I had, like, two of my teammates, uh, Justin Wetzel and Corey Galloway. Shout out to them. They they are awesome. They That was, like, the best experience ever, like, traveling. And then Justin actually ended up fighting the night after. It was, like, a two-night event for caged aggression. Okay. So he, he was a pro. He was already 3-1 and one at the time. So I won. And uh, it was the best showing I had. I, like, dropped the dude. It, he was just a tough kid that uh, I just, like, couldn't put away, basically. Yeah. Like, I, I freaking hit him with a two-piece that dropped him, and I dropped him with a body shot later in the third round just and stuff. Tough. Yeah, like, it was just tough. I just couldn't finish him. And yeah. with amateur fights, they're pretty short. So um, unless you really hurt somebody, they're usually going to be able to survive the three-minute yeah. kind of thing. And uh, so that was really good. And then uh, after that, I jumped straight into – I was like I was already planning on making my pro debut, but I wanted one more amateur fight to be sharp because you don't want to jump in a two-year two right, layoff and then fight probably the best guy you're ever going to yeah. fight because it's a pro fight and, like, yeah. elbows and stuff like that. Not like – so um, – and then in May uh, – May 25th, I made my pro debut – and uh, it was a catch weight at 140. Okay. Because I thought that I could, you know, I was seeing, because I was walking around a, really at 155. Yeah. But I had been dieting and, like, training really hard and stuff like that. So it was, like, one of those things where I was, like, super lean. And I was like, dude, I can cut down and, like, rehydrate and I'll feel better, you know. Because, yeah. like, you're never going to feel good cutting weight and stuff like that. Yeah, it's kind of a horrifying process yeah exactly so but then um traveling back to indiana for that fight for the hoosier fight club and stuff like that like i made the weight but i did not recover in time and i felt so bad for my pro debut i actually ended up losing it with a tko in the second round and um i lost it to a guy that i is not better than me and uh i showed in the fight that he wasn't better than me i i did well for how bad i felt considering the second the bell rang i was like fuck i'm so tired already and like he was a tough dude you know from chicago that like was like like we said, he was down to fight. He was down yeah. to hurt you. Like, he was yeah. just one of those dudes, you know? Yeah. And um, he was really smart going to the body because my body did take a significant, like, like I could feel the difference from the weight cut. My, yeah. Like, I was in the like back. taking body shots differently. Exactly. Like, he hit me with a knee in the first round that I, like, jumped to. And I was like, yeah. I've never jumped to a body shot. Like, yeah. you know, I've never, like I've your been body hurt. body wasn't ready. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I've been hurt to the body. Even in the back warming up, you know, like, like hitting myself, like, kind of feeling myself out. Like, I was like, my stomach feels yeah, you're like, fucking oh, weird. Yeah, you're like, oh, boy, this is bad. But, you yeah. know, at that point, it's too late because you're yeah. about to walk out. So, it's I'm like, you know, already. try yeah. your fucking best. Yeah. Um. It sucks that, you know, to start out your career at 0-1, but um, I still don't have a regret of doing it, you know. I think, um, like I said, coincidences don't happen, and I don't think that... I, I think I would have just waited to cut that weight and figure yeah. that out. I would have been yeah. on, like, a five-fight win streak or something. Yeah. Something. Have done, like, out, out the gate. Exactly. Yeah. Like, now I'm just 0-1. Now it's just, like, get come yeah. back, and then it's like, oh, you only lost one when you have eight fights or something like that, hopefully, yeah. or at that time. Uh but yeah, sometimes you gotta learn those lessons the hard way. Exactly. Know, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, and uh, that is definitely the lesson. I will never fight below one forty five at all. And um, yeah, it was just one of those things. Just because you can't make the weight doesn't mean you, you should. should. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that was yeah. me figuring out the yeah. hard way because it was like there were signs of me like cutting weight, like my limbs were going numb and shit, and I was like moving my hands just laying there. Like, and I'm this like, is fine. I'm like, dude, this is. I don't remember this happening before. <laughs> I'm like, I'll feel better tomorrow yeah. when I eat and drink and stuff. And yeah. uh, if if anybody saw that fight or sees pictures from that fight, I did look horrible. I was so skinny and I looked yeah. like myself at 19 year old. 
19 years old again yeah. just when, with a couple you, more tattoos exactly so um yeah learn lessons the hard way and that was actually uh, a pretty bad experience just because the dude was not a good person and um you know i like fighting people that are also mixed martial artists you yeah. know that are in there to fight they don't want to talk shit and um i think that's what's really wrong with today and it's actually making me look different if you know maybe my path won't be that i want to be in the ufc kind of thing because i i see a lot of different promotions like specifically one you know yeah. there's nothing but respect between everybody this guy was talking shit to me during the fight the first thing he did after he won was go up to my corner and scream at him and it's like dude there was no beef yeah. between like we yeah. didn't have beef going up yeah. into the fight it's not like he i talked shit beef. yeah exactly like yeah. and and some people need to do that so i understand but it's like he was also just like not a very good person yeah. i don't know him but the things i heard about him like he he's just not somebody that i would associate myself with and i actually ended up not even shaking his hand after the fight which is totally not me like he came up and put out his hand and I was just like no and just did not do it you know and that's something that um you know as I get older I'm I'm looking a lot more into that I care about being a good person and being around good people rather than just being a fighter and being around <laughs> fucking fighters because you know just, just being a meathead like <laughs> yeah like in, like in any sport especially in this one where it's like you're beating someone up so you know it doesn't always attract the best people you know like what yeah like you know like people are trying to starting to figure it out it's like oh my god john jones is crazy it's like dude he's starting to figure it out yeah he's the best in the world yeah exactly (laughs) stuff like that so um i I think that was the lesson that i needed and that was the lesson that i took away the most well the not cutting weight of course i know but yeah it's it's like we said some of those like harsh harsh lessons like exactly but that is also a good experience because you know stuff doesn't get worse than that than like such a I've waited six years to make this debut, and then yeah. it fucking goes the wrong way, you know. So, so and sometimes that's how it goes. That's which, how it you goes. know, how you build yourself. Exactly, yes, sir. Yeah. Well, all right. That's been. I mean, whoa. Right. <laughs> we covered like your yeah. whole entire career. Hey, that was pretty Damn. good. I think. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Any uh, any like last parting words? Um, <laughs> no. Don't quote me on anything I say to here. My views <laughs> on everything <laughs> changes. Yeah. Next week, yeah. I might think different from today. Oh so, goddamn! Uh, what did I say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have seen this. Yeah. And thank you for having me on, and I really yeah. appreciate it. No problem. It's, 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 it's been good having yeah, you on. You yeah. 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 Right. yeah, even that bully ender. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Great work, guys.